G'day everyone. Uh, welcome to the Flight of the Next podcast. I'm here in Sydney on Gadigal land, uh, Dean on Goringay land. Welcome, Dean. Good afternoon. So uh, we had a very exciting double header on uh, Saturday. Uh, Dean and I actually both travelled to Auckland, which was worth every cent, absolutely every cent. Uh, the men with the woman, the woman with the win. How did that feel, Dean? Fantastic. Exhausting, but, but fantastic. Yeah, it was, uh, I think we took a bit of a gamble, but we sort of, I'd sort of tossed our flight money away, but um, yeah, that was, it was a really good weekend. It was just great to be part of the experience. We actually walked, I think I, I did the rounds about six to hours. Uh, we walked all the, all the day to get, get out. So we tired, if so wired, especially because we stood up during the Tired, but blissful. I think. Yeah, it did feel uh, did feel good. I mean, sometimes those away trips can be a bit exhausting because you've got, you know, maybe early flights or or things like that. But um, and you know, to be fair, we'd still be happy we travelled even if we lost. But six points let us uh, let us start with the men who were the first to play. They played against Melbourne City, an excellent team like a very excellent team. They haven't had the greatest start to their season, but um, always filled with quality. How do you think the match went? It, it was good. Uh, I think we sort of had them, I think we had the measure up with most of the game. We were equal to sort of slightly pitting them. We certainly yeah, we weren't shot by anyone, guys. I should also call that that was dirty balls. Um, could have, should have had a goal in the first minute. What, what do you think about that? Did you... Yeah, I mean, it's close. You're never going to uh, score every opportunity. Orly was on his 100th game. Uh, that would have been amazing for him to have scored. And also, uh, he's a fan favourite. We quite repeatedly sung um, the... Wonderwall. The, the Wonderwall. Wonderwall, but you're my David Ball. Like that that was sung a lot of times. He's, he's really a fan favourite. So it was a pity that that didn't work out, but this happens. Yeah. And uh, look, before he got on his 100 games, I mean, he's just somebody who gives 100%. And just day in, day out, he, he's just a great example of a proper chub. I think I certainly appreciate yeah how good uh so we did uh get a goal in the end and i believe it was borley with the assist mm -hmm. yep down to uh bk again probably the hardest name we had uh uh mo elchasey started that as well so he he passed down really good uh, sort of through pass to um Oli. Cross for BK. Different celebration this time. He didn't do his washing machine. It was more of being uh, over. So you score a goal, you, know, you can do what you like. I thought it was a Usain Bolt kind of uh, kind of celebration. That's what it looked like to me. Either way, yeah, I don't I don't mind uh, how he celebrates so long as he's putting the ball in the back of the net. Um. I think the other really big talking point we can jump to that as well is um 
BK's run into the box and uh, run into whichever player it was, the City player, and the City player's gone down. He wanted to complain, but, I mean, it, it kind of looked like he run into him. Either way, um, Alex Pawson facing up another penalty. It's the second penalty, I believe, that he's faced this season. This season. And the second penalty save. So he palms it off and it strikes the upright and the follow-up shot is uh, hit over the bar. How good to see that a second time. You're always, I mean, you're aware that the, the likelihood of a penalty being scored is... 75%, 80%, something like that. So um, that moment in the crowd, we were sitting with, uh, I guess, what, the yellow the yellow fever. I'm not too sure how many people were Auckland-based or not, but um, <laughs> we just went nuts when that happened. It was, I think, celebrated. If we'd actually scored a second goal, I don't think we'd have celebrated as much as the balls and say that. It just, yeah. We knew... As I say, seventy-five percent percent chance of going in, so we're going to up against it, and he saved it. And yeah, we just, just just fantastic. Such a great feeling. Uh, and he put up a couple of other really excellent saves as well. One off a free kick where he's um, dived off, and uh, I think it might have used his left hand, but he's tipped it up around the corner. Uh, he's absolutely. Absolutely on fire, and I think our MVP at the moment. I think he's saved a lot of points. Um, yeah, for us. There's, a, I think, about 56 minutes. We had a little bit of a bouncing around, almost an own goal from Paulson onto whoever it was, and that ball he grabs it kind of off the line. Yeah, we probably might have you know, stuck away with one point. It wasn't. Yeah, that was quite close as well. Like, uh, it was hard to tell from the stands how close it had been to going in. Uh, on the replay, it's really goal line. So Kelly Held knocks it, um, and Paulson just like reaches out and almost um, knocks it back into the goal, but he manages not to, and Kelly Held is there, and then somebody else comes in and hooks it away. So that was an, another moment that really uh, we could have conceded against a team that again they're perennial finals contenders or finalists uh i think that was a great result six minutes of extra time bloody nerve-wracking um i sort of felt that jamie mclaren didn't really see him very much but there's probably nobody from the melbourne city team that we could sort of pick out as had a great game or stood out i think they were just i guess work more work like without any kind of there was the one bloke who I think must have been fairly new. The dyed blonde. Yeah, the other dyed blonde. The other dyed blonde guy. What was his name? He has a. Let's see, Yakalish. I thought he was really, really good. Um, I was quite worried about how well he was playing. And they did have some very good chances. Very good chances. But, yeah, no one else really stuck out. I think we were the better team. I remember talking to you around about the 67th minute and said, look, the player of the match, we should give it to the drum guy who uh, brought his drum and his friends along. I'll let you be great. Um, but, yeah, so what's Paulson's match? 
Muchacho. Yeah, excellent. Excellent stuff. Want to talk a little bit about the crowd? Or do you want to save that for later? Oh, well, we can... Let's cover the, the women's match yep. uh, first. So, a woman, they played second. They went down 1-0 to Perth. Perth had been up until Saturday unbeaten uh, in um, all of the rounds, which is actually um, a really incredible uh, result, um, and especially from a team that aren't exactly always in contention for um, final spots or for ever winning at all. So um, we came back with a goal from Hope Breslin, which is a really nicely well-worked one, and then um, regained or gained the lead through Chloe Knott, who was also our player of the match. What a what a great game! I, I felt their goal, the first goal, was against the running. Where was just during the most of that time. As Helena mentions, now we're going to pay the tax every now and again for like short balls at the back or passing it across the trap. And that's where they got the ball from for their goal. But yeah, so I wasn't worried. I I, I just felt that we we're going to come back more and perhaps even even get a win. So just the way things are going. Would seem tight. I wasn't worried. It was just a matter of getting it in. But no, I had some really good shots. Very good wood. How it flexed. How good. Uh, that turnover was Mickey Foster trying to cross the ball to switch play, which um, is a dangerous thing to do. And usually she she's um, a lot more accurate. I think she perhaps didn't have her best game. But, um, you know, we've already got a high standard for her. So what counts as not her best game is, is still a really high standard. Um, but, yeah, I did feel confident that we could do it, that we could come back. Um, and obviously we were jumping up and down and, and we're very excited um, when we did manage to get those goals. And hold on to that lead because Perth really did push. They really did push. And there's a reason that they're... Um, though had been unbeaten up until that point. Yep, good play. Again, I think for most of it, I, I, and this is pretty Mac Barry, um, just you know, our defence kept them pretty quiet. You know, Garway, again, I, I didn't know too many chances. The worst of passing it tight, but there was no, there was a couple of good saves. But, yeah, but, so you, Credit to our defence and, and Matt Barry in particular, where she was doing keeping them quiet. At just... Kiwi Maldini. <laughs> Can't disagree with that. Kiwi um, Maldini. How good. How good. I don't think anyone performed badly, which is um, also good to see. Not that we like to pick on people who have a bad day because, you know what, that happens. And we can't play anywhere near that well so we're with limited in how much we are willing to uh to criticize credit to hope she had a couple of other shots at goal that sort of sprayed about it but if you watch the body movement she kind of sold the dummy she sort of sold the keeper to dive to the right and she slotted it left i thought that was really well and go i had that's criticized in her last podcast she sort of fought and followed out and we crazy and so it was a bit there was now that, so, 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 so
Dave on the feet, just throwing herself about. But have another goal about a minute after the uh, goal which had him up. Get a less So yeah, she had a great game and congratulations to her. Hopefully this is up. Hope Roy. Yeah, actually, uh, on the first time I saw the replay of that goal, it came in on an angle that I honestly thought had taken a deflection off the keeper um, to slot in that spot. And I had to watch it a few times to realise, like, no, she'd actually sold it one way, but she'd twisted her, she'd opened her body enough that she could um, put that in with her, her left foot. And there were no deflection or anything like that. So she's been so clever with that shot that even on the replay, um, it's it's easy to be misled by what had happened. Yep. No, it's just, it's, it's great display of skill. We've went into that first goal. I just say, hopefully, if I get to it, the confidence will be But she can only score when she's got a black eye. We'll, we'll find out. And we'll be able to somebody at training if you give them. Yeah, perhaps. Longo started, I think, goes as great. She made a difference. She never knocked. Uh, but, but it's just great to have her out there with her sort of security ball control at the end. She's the one who played the pass to yeah. Hope. Yeah. So she's she's received that and, and she's seen this gap um, between the defenders and Hope just in the middle of it and, and just puts this really nice ball in. Um, so we have been waiting all this time to see Longo get more minutes and it was really, we could see what the result of that can be yep. so how good and now with the international break it's going to be time for everybody to expect well i had a great game and she's got that shoot on site mentality it's working well um shall we talk about a second goal came from a, a clearance out we put it back into the mixer barrier runs onto it heads it onto the crossbar and who's there chloe f not the, uh, this was another one. I, when I watched the replay, I, I sort of realised what had happened because the ball had been played into the box. But that initial header that uh, Speckmeyer had gotten onto was actually an attempt at a defensive clearance. So that's actually bounced off the back. And this is the thing about just putting these balls in is you just never know what's going to happen. And she's pounced on that, um, be the first to, it, to pounce on it, comes off the bar, and who else but uh, Chloe not? There to clean it up. Uh, what a great moment. Yeah, it's a point of the park she scored as well. Sort of just from being there, you know, it was just like the right place, the right time. Again, it happened, you know, that, that's what you want from players. Can't, can't criticize Chloe at all. She, she had um, well, like, a fantastic effort, but quite rightly just said, as voted by us. We also asked the people around us who we would pick. Yeah, it was pretty arrows. That sort of does, doesn't help that one of these sort of uh, supporters works with Chloe. That's probably why we're saying the Chloe not so all those Absolutely. Uh, and he he was quite drunk, but he was also just very stoked to go yeah. and watch um, his workmate play. So uh, she did get a lot of love from the crowd. And she's one of the hardest workers. Uh, and she's a little bit like David Ball. For me, she just puts in so much work and she's not always like the obvious flashiest star of the team doesn't necessarily score all the goals but um it was very well earned both both of those goals it, it's great to see her getting those 
Yeah, for her, so she, now she's in her hometown. There's the family in the stand and she scores the winner. Great story. Here it tells. Fantastic. I, and there was so much good passing. Um, again, despite the fact that Perth were a really good team, we seem to have clicked a little bit more having come off the back of the Mariners game where it just wasn't quite happening. There was just yep. some wonderful passing, um, especially down the touchlines. Uh, and, Ho you know, Hope and Chloe were connecting really, really well. And then we had Manaya down the other side for a while. One interesting thing I did see was um, Manaya was playing on the left side yep. to begin the match. And then she got switched. And I believe on the broadcast, they, oh, someone, maybe it wasn't on the broadcast, someone somewhere was saying it was, you know, so that, um, she could play with a certain other person down the other other side or some kind of other like tactical thing. I think it was because she was getting into a lot of trouble with Tash Rigby because she was coughing up a lot of fouls. And Tash Rigby is really experienced. Like she she knows what she's doing. And Manaya was had fouled her enough times that you're starting to get the risk that she will be um given a yellow card. I, I actually think that that might have been why it was swapped because it, it was happening in front of us and it just kept happening, kept happening. And I was thinking like three three fouls in a row, like refs can start giving yellows at that point. So, um, but it worked. Yep, she ended up getting one, but uh, at the end of the day, we won. And yeah, switching it was a good idea. Definitely worked out. Um, yeah, Tashri, we were giving her a bit of a hard time, and at one point she clapped us. And then we both saw that, but oh, no, well, I mean, look, she's just kind of one of those players, and, and she can handle it. Yeah. I think it was because she kept getting in these tangles, and Manaya kept getting, you know, um, the call against her. And, you know, probably Manaya deserved the call against her, but as, as a, an opposition fan, it, it's your job to, you know, um, pretend that the opposition player was in the wrong no matter what. <laughs> Correct. Great result. How long do we stay after the game, Paul? I'm not sure until Jonathan was <laughs> like, we need to leave because I'm giving you a ride to the hotel. Um, the whole match day experience, I think, was great. So um, well done to absolutely everyone. I know that match days are a lot of work behind the scenes for everybody in the club, not just players and coaching staff. The fact that they've done that on a completely new ground um, and put together what I think was a really, really, really good experience. So I really enjoyed it. So well done to the club, yeah. to club on that. Did you hear the crowd numbers at all? I didn't see them broadcast or announced any. But to me, it looked like a healthier... Yeah, um, I'm not actually sure because they didn't announce it at the ground. But the thing is, it because it was a rectangular stadium and the crowd was close, like it always feels fuller when you're in that situation than when you're in uh, a giant cavernous um, oval stadium. Yep, I, I say the, the 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 game day experience was was great for me as well. I sort of what was it fell into the stadium. Found the seats where we were going to sit in. I was walking twice in there. I, I was still really excited about being there because the yeah, old. But we met some really good people. Didn't we? Yeah, Danny, well, well, 
Apologies for uh, to see here, uh, young Ben gave us a bit of a, while well, he was sitting behind us, he sort of caught up with us on Instagram. Yeah, it was cool. Uh, there were a lot of, I know that some of our friends in the Yellow Fever had mentioned that the um, ticket prices were really high for that time, by the time the, uh, the fixture was announced. So I think there were a lot of people who would normally go to home games who missed out, but there were a lot of really cool people there as well. I'm hoping that those people don't all switch to Jaffa FC. Same, same. But if they do, they'll uh, miss out. Yeah, things play a great brand of football. Good times. Absolutely. And uh, the fans, I think, were very excited to be there. From the, I saw that they had brought in, uh, they have a community program for uh, people who are refugees to come in and watch games. And I did see uh, a busload of them and, and they seemed to enjoy themselves and there were lots of kids around and both teams did signing sessions which I thought was really yeah, cool that was good yeah and I'd say that the, the one signing session I mean we could have been there another hour I think I was um, cool to see how many players were hugging their families and you could see that like the extended family had shown up and, and they were Aucklanders and I think that was quite special for them and we also saw ex-Phoenix players we ran into Saskia Vosper for example so yeah good good day out yeah I saw someone on a Kaikoui FC uh, jersey of Kaikoui Football Club I uh, didn't didn't reach out entirely to give them a token but um my hats off to the north and just coming down for that it's um I think unfortunate that there was such a gap between announcing the Wellington Phoenix games happening uh and then announcing those national league finals the next day because for me uh and probably you know for you and maybe a lot of other people would have loved to have stayed the extra day and attend yep. those matches but um by that point we booked flights and do you want to tell the good people what time we had to get up get to the airport the next day three yes three fifteen a.m feels good also if it was shout outs i want to give a shout out to jackson from the foster's present uh, boys in Wellington. He went and got the two Melbourne City supporters that showed, showed up and brought them over to sit with us. Those two guys really seemed to be quite surprised how welcome they were. We had the best time following up with all the social media. It was their best way to get with us. It was both ways. They were both enthusiastic about the So much so that they went and bought jerseys. Our jerseys were left with the green and the goalkeeper's jerseys. But they were so pleased to get and they came off with uh, 10 minutes to go as well. And on top of that, one of our supporters was so impressed with that, uh, he gave his memberships to Albert City. Those guys had a great time and seeing their talking on social media, they came back for another game. So, yeah, thank you everyone for making them well. It's just a, yeah, it's a good story. You don't have to have enemies in football, you can have rivals and friends at the same time. So yeah, hats off to the world. After the world. Yeah, they definitely enjoyed themselves. Uh, and, and it's it's good to see. And the fact that, yeah, they even went and bought a kit and they were so excited for shirts off yeah. as well. Um, yeah, what wonderful to see. And, you know, the, the Fever Zone has welcomed um, other fans in the past. I know that some of the Victory Vikings... Um, showed up in the fever zone in Wellington, uh, I think last season. So 
it's nice to have that kind of atmosphere in your active group, especially when you see some of these wannabe ultras um, so that support a couple of other clubs, particularly in this league. And um, it's just kind of cringe and kind of ruins it for everybody. Um, so anyway. <laughs> Any other? Uh, it'll come to me and I'll, I'll talk about it. I remember. Yeah. Great day. Oh, great six points. Uh, predictions for next round. Now, um, the women are not playing this coming weekend because it is the international break. The Ferns have two matches against Colombia in Colombia. It looks like they're going to be broadcast on FIFA Plus. You may need to use a VPN if you're not in New Zealand. At least that's what I've found. Um, that's Sunday morning and Wednesday morning. Now, when this Columbia thing was announced, my first thing was like, Macy Fraser is better than Linda Caicedo. Unfortunately, due to illness and what looked like a horrendous ankle injury on the Colombian player, we're not actually going to see the, the Fraser Caicedo show um what are your thoughts on on this series world cup finalists or semi-finals versus uh, the football ferns yeah i can't see us winning i just would love to see it be competitive and to look, go somewhere to scoring a goal i do hope that we should try to blood some new younger players I think looking at the squad, yeah, there's a few there that I looked. So uh, we already there. This is an opportunity. Yeah, I, I, I think that should be the step. Um, obviously, the the next major tournament is the Paris Olympics. I believe Oceania gets a spot, and we tend to get the Oceania spot um, because there's not a great deal of competition. Uh, so there's probably not a lot of um, concern about getting that spot as opposed to a lot of the other continents who have a lot of really good teams that don't. Um, and there's not a lot of corresponding spots. So the focus is not just towards that, it's also towards the next World Cup cycle. And uh, the Macy Frasers, and again, it's not in this particular squad, but the Manaya Elliots people like that, we really need to be getting them in and getting game time. And if we play them and lose by more than if we had played our more senior ferns and maybe we wouldn't lose by quite as much, I'd be okay with that. It's it's not about the result. I just want to see improvement. Yep, look back out on that. Look, can't imagine you just listening to this. You know, who knows? That could be a really thing she's got to look to watch. Uh, the men do have a match. Uh, they will be playing Western United in uh, it's an away game, I believe, in Ballarat. Uh, the Melbourne um, supporters group will be out in force for to support our Knicks. Um, so good on them. Western have had a very bad start to the season. I believe they are last. Our last three points. Let's keep them there. Uh, it is. Chiefy's record looking pretty good. Undefeated. Yeah. Crazy. 
So, uh, yeah, Western have been shocking. And hopefully it's not going to be one of these things that we like to joke about. We play other teams into form. Uh, I don't think we're going to do that, though. No, no. I, I, I think. Yeah. Can, can I only feel confident? Maybe uh, Zavala's back. How long was that? It was two to three weeks. Yeah, I don't think he's going to be back. But this is the thing. Uh, I mean, the big concerns for both of the matches on Saturday was Zavada's not there and Fraser's not there. And we were fine without yeah. them. We would like to have them, but we were fine without them. So no Zavada, but that doesn't mean that we don't have people who can't put the ball in the back of the net. Yep. Uh, I'd, I'd like a win. I'd like yep. a win by one or two goals. Yep, I'll, I'll take a win. Um, there's, there's anything. BK, sometimes you watch him during a game, he looks sort of that's bored, or it's not happening for him, and the expression on his face is, gosh, I'd rather be at the beat. But then he sort of just pops up and scores a goal, and, and, and he's uh, like, so, uh, yeah. I'm, I'm looking forward to the ball, BK. It does my head in how often he's just offside. I mean, he's not the only striker or forward that does that kind of thing. But like the, when he scored his goal, the very first thing he did was look at the linesman. <laughs> because he is so often just in an offside position, which can be like, there can be tactical reasons for that. Like perhaps drawing um, defenders to, to sit further back, but. Sometimes there's like no need to be that far offside and you're actually just, uh, you know, raising your risk of, of ruining what your teammates are building. But yep. either way, he wasn't offside for that call, uh, for that goal. So good. Well, hopefully we get to see more of that and uh, hopefully not too many Alex Paulson heroics because if there's Alec Alex Paulson heroics, it means we've done something wrong in the outfield. But um, yeah, I, I really do hope that we get uh, a win out of that. I'd be really disappointed if we lost, yeah. that's for sure. So our five rounds, you're playing the bottom team, and then you've got some dates out for a win, which we are, we are yeah, some like upper, upper heights of the chat. Not really used to that. I wonder if there's a song. Uh, speaking of songs, Holly, it's off to you for your performance uh, in the week here. I think you started a little bit of chants. It's nice to have people who actually will chant with you. Because our oh, problem eight. Even in the little corner of yellow when we've got a good turnout, sometimes people just don't chant and you need like, you need a critical mass of people actually yeah. willing to open their mouths. And it's why, like as a, as a supporters group, an active group, we don't really chant that much because you have to have a critical mass of people. Um, you know, especially if it's a call and response. I do remember very fondly one day uh, Dean's wife, Murr, had joined us and decided to do the entire call and response of <laughs> o Wellington. It was hilarious, oh, but so this funny. this is the this is the issue, right? You've got to have enough people. But that crowd felt that felt really really good. I'm disappointed that so many people disappeared after uh, the men's game, including the guy who bought the drum. But listening on the broadcast, I think we made a lot of noise. Probably helped that uh, the stadium is a more appropriate shape for football, but uh, I think we made a lot of noise, and, and I would say the players heard that. Would you agree that there's sort of more atmosphere on the moon at times? The thing that annoyed me about this crowd the most, and I don't know what it is, but there were people sitting near where the active support was located, and they had 
they weren't just randos who weren't wearing next gear or any of these were people wearing next gear like they had the member scarves on they had just shirts on uh and things like that and we tried to do stand up for the phoenix and no one was doing it and we were all really mad i was going to start chanting sit down for the phoenix because it was really embarrassing but when the 80th minute came and it was time to take shirts off half those people they stood up they took their shirts off and then they stayed standing i'm not quite sure what to make of that it was very strange Maybe it's yeah. an Auckland thing. I don't know. Possibly an Auckland thing. You know, I, I've sort of been in a couple of Auckland crowds at various sporting events, and sometimes it's quite a tame experience. Uh, we had a good time. We did. We yeah, and Jonathan, we did stand up for the Phoenix, and uh, Jonathan, um, who is another person on the pod, he also stood up for the Phoenix. He took his shirt off for the Phoenix as well. Good on him. Uh, yeah, great day out. Um Let's run quickly through We Still Love Our Exes. Jale did not fire in the game against us. We are more than happy for that to have been the case. I talked to Jale after the game. I apologise. I said, if you heard any booing, it was holy. I said, we still love you, Jale. And she said she still loves us. So it was great to see it. It was great to see her not scoring against us. It was great to see Jale. She is She's such a sweet person and, and it's always wonderful to run into her, to chat to her. And if you give her a sarcastic boo, she'll always give you a hard time back. So um, it was good to see Jolie, but I'm also glad she didn't didn't score. Yeah. Um, so yeah, Jolie, uh, let's see. Uh, Newcastle beat Canberra in a seven goal uh, thriller. I only saw the mini match. I'm not sure Chico... Had that much of an? No, she was just there, thereabouts, and then sort of uh, sub towards the end. I think. Um, I mean, Newcastle was very much the Emily Van Egmon show. Yes. At the moment, and it's one of those things where you've got like one player who has the spotlight, and I mean, she's a fantastic player. I feel like it kind of distracts from everybody else's contribution a bit, but uh, that's all right. They they got a win. Uh, Mariners. They play. They lost a victory. Uh, the main thing I saw was that there's a reason Emmy Izzy Gomez doesn't play up front because that was one yes. of the worst shots I've ever seen in the professional game. I'm so sure. Maybe that's an exaggeration. It was so bad. Yeah, Not that I'm better. Where if it's the rarefied oxygen that far off the field? I think it's just a Russian. Yeah, I mean I've we've all seen it play. I've seen our. Uh, to play at walking football that she can sort of, the skills are amazing it's just and at that time and that place I wouldn't want to have been a sort of bird flying um, and I'm assuming that uh, Annabelle had as good of a game as she always has which is a pretty high standard for her yeah she's setting the bar quite high and again showing you know what, what we missed due to injury which is one of the other big results, um, Western Sydney Wanderers beat Western United, and, and Western United obviously did extremely well last year, and they have a very good team. Um, but they they won. Um, yeah. Clegg is still out for some time with an injury, but uh, Kushler scored. Yes, been waiting for that for a long time. It's good to be able to sort of finally talk about it and have positive 
in, in a sense that we actually noticed that she got some gang time and, and you know, a great out. See, congratulations, Pusha, all the goal. Yeah, good to see. So long as it's not against us, they can yeah, play as well as they like. Feel free to knock off. But it's just wild, like, how unpredictable the dub is. It's always been, I feel like, pretty chaotic and unpredictable, but they've just been some crazy results. So, good stuff. Long may it last. Uh, and it lasts longer these days because it's 22-game season. And when they put on eight bloody extra minutes at the end of the game as well. Oh, that made me mad. That's sort of the thing I was talking about, the uh, yeah. A lot of people in Auckland were talking about getting tickets. I've been sort of reached out to people who had said, yeah, you know, it was more than a big, more than a big. I think a great initiative, much better than sort of like just a, a similar, like a final series there. So, uh, yeah, I'll look forward to that. Have a tickets yet? Yeah, I've got the whole weekend. Um, so, obviously, so there's the next women play Friday, the next men play Sunday. Saturday, I'll probably go to Leichhardt Oval and watch the double header of dub matches. So I'm I'm really looking forward to it. I hope the weather's nice as well. Like not not too hot. It is mid January, but but it's pleasant. I th I think it'll be interesting to see how it goes. I'm really excited about it. I would be travelling if I wasn't able. Like if it wasn't in Sydney, this is the kind of thing I'd be excited enough to travel for. But that's not obviously something that everybody's able to do, and it's a little bit disappointing that. Unlike the men's competition, the woman isn't an extra round, and it does mean that Wellington loses a home game. So Mariners get not not really two home games against us, but kind of. I mean, Gosford to Leichhardt is a pittance. They will have a, right. yeah, a, a louder crowd supporting them than they obviously would in Wellington. So there is that, but I think we'll lift. We will. But There'll be more people there. Yeah, exactly. The takeaway is there's a lot of talk, even in Auckland, about the um, about rounds. So. Come and sit with us. Always huddle in a group. It makes it look like there's more next fans there than... Uh, we're, we're always greater than the sum of our parts. I honestly think that about active support and, and groups of fans is, is you're, you're greater um, as a whole. So... Yeah. Come join us, and that's that's the case all the time. Always go and sit with the active support, mate. Uh, unless it's the Section Twenty Two or Westy Youth or Horda or one of those like wannabe ultra groups. Maybe don't sit with them, but for most active support, uh, you're pretty welcome. I would say. Ah, uh, that is it. Any further comments? Just a shout out to Woodville. Um... I did a little bit of work for them, and in return, they gave me this nice football shirt, so I'm pleased to be wearing that. It's Wood Vegas. I'll take your word for it. You're from that part of the world. I'm not. Wood Vegas is like a 10-minute drive from where I grew up. It's definitely at, Wood Vegas. Do not call it. <laughs> I looked in the bag, and it was sort of quite dark and white. But, oh, I saw it for a Sweden shirt. I was even all thrilled. Thanks to the Huttons for organising that. They pretty much run uh, with the FC. What is that on the... Oh, it's supposed to be some sort of helmet. It's a, it's a it looks, type soldier. It looks like a... Sh 
a sh- like a shrimp was like laid over the top of the ball. But uh, <sighs> I I would hope to see what what they say about your your local town down south. Your base. Can't actually remember. That's play for. I think I've only had really boring football. Um, was it Foxton or something like that? They didn't even like that. <laughs> Foxton. No, no, I played for Mariston Palmerston North, which is actually where um, Charlotte Lancaster used to play, which is kind of choice. I played for universities, AFC and Christchurch. I played for my high school. None of us had that exciting badges. So go the hairy blue shrimp lying on a soccer ball, Wood Vegas. <laughs> All right. Well, yeah, let's, let's wrap it up. On that we note. thank you for everyone uh for joining us uh we'll be back again next time we will talk about the men and we will talk about the ferns until then stay safe stay dry if it's raining uh stay sun smart if the sun is shining and uh watch plenty of football